I'm Sam, and this is Apostates on the Fringe, where we discuss the futuristic dystopia is actually now. <laughs> Jesus. I'm Dustin. Alistair. That was a very butchered intro, sir. Yeah, we're, we're sponsored by Atheist Society of Knoxville, too. Sam, what are you, what are you drinking first off to have It's actually pretty, pretty good. It's a Legium Coffee Pumpkin. You said you were done with the pumpkins. Yeah. No, I said I was done with the pumpkin spice. This tastes like a pumpkin. I, okay. <laughs> pumpkin I, spice actually has no pumpkin flavor in it. Nope. Okay. But, so then describe, like, what does a pumpkin actually taste like outside of pumpkin spice? I don't, I just never just, like, bit into a pumpkin. Like, You've never bit into a pumpkin. Never bit into I've a never pumpkin. bit into a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a gourd, man. It's just a gourd. <laughs> Al, what you got? Uh, I got gotta get up to get down. You literally had that like two days ago. Like you have this throughout the whole week. We had it the whole month at Barley's, yeah. and I know it's a really good one. But there's like, like a very limited selection in the only grocery store between my house and your house. That's valid. You know what? I, I, I said I, I bet you for that, but I literally did the same thing when I. It was midsummer too. It was hot as shit out. When like you don't want these heavy kind of beers, but. That's unless I want a fucking IPA. That's that's what I get. So many IPAs. So I I was I can't fault you for getting the the gotta get to get down. But you also have the Sweetwater Blue in there too. Yeah, that you haven't gone through, and that I might steal if you leave it here longer. You guys, um, typically, I I, we we on this show we tend to stick with you know, especially in Tennessee, craft craft breweries, you know, but different craft beers. But something caught my eye that I really wanted to try, and I've had Yingling before. Yingling is, you know, my go-to if if it's on tap at a, at a place that I have good draft beers, I'll get a Yingling. You know, it's better than a Bud Light, things like that. But this is the Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter, and it's actually pretty fucking good. Like you can, it's got the the taste of the chocolate in there, and it's not too heavy. It doesn't. Um, it's it's really it's, it's, so it's not it's really good. Um, it's Hershey's brand too. It is Hershey's brand. It's not just like some <laughs> random chocolate. Like they actually got Hershey's to, to throw it in there. It's really it's really tasty. I recommend it. Like you, I'm gonna give you one sand tonight. All right, I'll try, try one after the show. It's it's good shit. After I'm good and drunk. After we bitch about how stupid Facebook. I mean Meta is Meta <laughs> the, into the metaverse. Meta. Jesus so, like, what's their whole goal with this? Their whole goal is the name of Facebook has been tarnished by, like, you know, all the evil shit they've done for the last 20 years. You know, all the, like, attacks on democracy and spreading of false news that has killed hundreds and hundreds of people. They think the answer to fix all that is to just change their name and everyone will forget about it. That's basically, that's basically what's happening. It. Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. But nobody's going to stop calling it Facebook. It's fucking Facebook. What's the new icon going to look like? <laughs> it looks like a butt. <laughs> it looks like a butt or maybe balls. I don't know. It's up, it depends on which way you turn it, I think. Oh, they actually released an image of it? or uh, Yeah. It's like an infinity mean. sign. It's like of. it's a but butt. A it's a butt or balls? It's a warped infinity sign. Yeah, it just has it is warped and will conquer the world. Okay. And we need to uh, murder the, I mean, tax the rich. And he is the richest motherfucker that we need to murder tax. Speaking of uh, speaking of tax, um, someone uh, one of the senators had floated a billionaire's like wealth tax, kind of the things that one of our favorite centrists used to rail against. You know, you can't tax. Um, oh God, he put another post up today. Oh, did he? 
Yeah, talking about how we can't just tax people. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why we're talking about murdering them. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't tax them. They have wealth elsewhere. Yeah, what have I been saying? Did you listen to me? (laughs) No, but they actually actually work... uh, Someone did introduce a, a plan to tax the wealth that they accrue because what they're they're just sitting on those gains and you know they, we saw unprecedented gains during the pandemic for for a lot of them you know the Bezos and uh, Musk their and the fact that you can't put laws to fix this there's only one one thing you can do when laws don't work you have to resort to voting in your local elections guillotine. Well, <laughs> what's the argument for why you can't tax them? Because they don't have that. Because they, it's all so offshore. Money? That's what that's what a yeah, certain person like, says. They're, well, they're they're also saying that it's not income until they actually sell it. It's unrealized income at that time. That's worth. That is different than your the income you receive, and that's what we're talking about with taxes. Well, we're talking. Well, so when when they're talking about income received, like like. Uh, when I get it, when I get my paycheck, you know they they tax the income that I have. But these people, they have their wealth is in stocks, and the value of those stocks and those the value of those stocks increase, and so their wealth increases. And what they're wanting to do is tax the, that increase for people that have over a billion in those. And they're saying, I guess they're going to have to sell some shit. They're saying it's unrealized. So, like for instance, you know Jeff, not Jeff, but uh, Elon Musk was bitching. Of course, he was. All the billionaires were. Trump said he might have to leave the U.S. because oh yeah, that's why he Bye. wants to. Yeah, <laughs> I suggest Argentina. <laughs> They're really nice to people like him. But they estimated that you know Musk would have a ten billion dollar bill, you know, bill due based on his wealth. I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, when you have like okay. sounds Goats great for the economy. <laughs> but it didn't happen, and it can't happen because we mansions a we, bitch. Yes, it's actually it was mansion. It was a hundred percent mansion, and that you know I realized today that we we celebrated in, in Georgia the two special runoff elections to get us the fifty fifty with the, with the, the majority of um, Harris being the the fifty one. Um, but we don't. We really don't have a fifty fifty split Mm-mm. in the Senate uh, with Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. It's a forty eight fifty two. Uh, Joe Manchin has single-handedly killed and derailed the Biden administration, especially that huge push, that infrastructure bill that includes climate initiatives and paid family and medical leave, which had to be gutted to appease fucking Manchin, who is weirdly enough the most powerful person in the Senate right now. He's because his lone vote, because we know the GOP is going to vote a vote against it, but if Manchin's not sold on it, it kills it kills all the initiatives. We're losing everything because of and I, he's so infuriating. I bitched about him last week, but even more shit. Like it's every time he opens his fucking mouth, bills get reduced. That things little... that are beneficial, that things that, that people, the American people, like are widely popular, and he's like, nah, because he's a fucking centrist that has interest in coal. That little bitch deserves the guillotine first. He's he's first on my list. He's 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 pissed me off just week after week. Because, you know, we're, what we're seeing now is a government and administration that isn't getting anything done. When we look back at, you know, things that Biden has done, we're looking at things that ex- executive order. I mean, he's not doing shit on Twitter like Trump does. So it's, I mean, it's a better presidency. But in terms of getting things done and passed through, Manchin's causing a lot of problems. Yep. Little bitch. <laughs> 
Were we done with the Facebook thing? I wasn't done bitching. No. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of moved on. No, no, I didn't know what else to bitch about the Facebook thing. We're going to segue back into it. Yeah, how did that? How that? How, how are we going to segue back into that? I'm doing it right now. Segway. <laughs> I'm actually going to leave that in. I'm doing it right now. Segway. I wasn't done. I wasn't done with Facebook. You just, you just left right <laughs> over it. Oh, it's, uh, I think that Mark Zuckerberg didn't understand who the villain in all of like the matrix was. He was like, you know, those robots are really cool. <laughs> he's like, I'm a robot. I'm... Yeah. He's, he is a robot. <laughs> so like the, some of the things I heard, like they're trying to like make it also a VR experience or something like well, that. Well, they bought the Oculus Rift some time ago. Is, are they trying to do like, you know how Sony had this fucking like home thing. Like, oh yeah, was, that worked out so well. It was a piece of shit. Is that exactly? They all work out so is well. Is that kind of what they're trying to do? Uh, yeah. I mean, this already exists in a lot of things, but they want to capitalize on it and be the one. I mean, VR chat already exists. They're gonna try to do like some kind of VR where, like, instead of you know video chatting, you're VR hanging out with people in a room probably this this reminds me a lot of fucking ready player one that's what everyone is saying online that it's 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 all those everyone's saying ready player one but you know the idea of the cyberverse has been around since the 80s and william gibson novels and yeah. cyberpunk stuff but every so, but attempt now, at this now has it's failed. real every attempt at this has failed though like we're not they're not gonna get the mass well like, also I, in all of those stories it's always a cautionary tale of the evil things that can happen when a billionaire creates an online world like that's the main theme <laughs> of all of these stories it didn't work out in the, yeah definitely didn't work out in uh, ready player one ready player one is probably the worst example but yeah that's the one people know uh yeah, the, these guys are never the good guys. <laughs> that's how meta it is. It's so meta. He's like, yeah, I know. I mean, well, that's what's meta. <laughs> like, he's, it's so funny because they're in the news for not only just this, but also because they're under, like, congressional investigation. Though. I think they're, I think that's the main purpose. They're trying to change the name. No one's going to jump in the fucking VR shit. Have you ever been in VR chat? I you, No. No. You don't, I don't, I don't, you don't have to chat as it is. You don't have to have a thing in Majig on your head to go into VR chat. But but it is kind of interesting. I'll say that. What the fuck is VR chat? I don't even know. Is this on Facebook? No, this is oh. like this thing that Facebook's trying to do already exists. They just want to make their version of it. Like this is nothing new. Like, I, I didn't know VR chat was fucking thing. I mean, VR chat's interesting because I think it's inter- like no, everyone picks their avatar. So you have like little anime girls that are like this. Fucking so it's tall. Second Life. Uh, but VR. So, so I, I, you know, the VR things come with the things that you hold in your hand. So a lot of people talk, they gesture. So it's really weird when you like address someone, a little anime girl like looks up at you and then like, <laughs> you're like, oh, hi. It looks like a bunch of people just go around doing fucking Fortnite dances around to each other. Uh, I mean, yeah, it attracts a bunch of weird shit. See, that's the problem with Facebook is we've seen how dystopian Facebook already is on their platform. So how dystopian are they going to be? So, so, so VR chat is. A place where a lot of people, a lot of the queer community goes, a lot of the furry community goes, you know, you can be anyone, you know, change your avatar to whatever you want. So if you want to be a giant cow with eight titties and have a bunch of anime girls run around (laughs) you in circles, you can do that. But will Facebook allow you to do that? Will they be like, no, we won't allow, you know, rated R things, you know, in, in VR chat, it's like by room. 
So in certain rooms, they don't let rated R or rated X or whatever material in. But on Facebook, are they going to try to keep it 100% clean? How We've already seen how much they dictate what you say on your own fucking profile. So how much of a fucking authoritarian VR world is it going to be? It's not yeah. going to be free. It's not going to be a place where you can freely meet and talk about whatever you want. It's like I kind of thought like that random public chat rooms died down in the early 2000s. VR chat is interesting. Yeah, you know, I download it. Like, you don't need a VR thing. Just walk into it. It's weird. You're just like, hello, and they're like, hi, and it's just people like chilling and talking. Like, I, I hung out with this with some of my friends. They're a little antisocial, and he's like, oh, me and my wife, you know, we don't go out anymore. We we we're too old for that. So we just like have a few drinks in on a Friday and go out in VR chat. And they like literally oh, no. just go, they just oh, go around no. the party and they just like meet people in a VR. Like this shit already exists. I hope like, my, my life isn't that sad that like <laughs> I want to stay in on a Friday night. And, uh, now I'll stay home and drink. Fine. Yeah. But I'm going to like immerse myself into a fucking movie or video game or something. I'm not, not trying to create, you know, go into a random public chat place that, yeah, I have zero connection with anyone in there to try to spark. Like, I don't. I mean, it's like going I don't to like, a bar, though. Really, I don't like, talk to people at bars. Like, I do. <laughs> like, I, I know people there. I don't go and talk to them. I'm too much. I can't. Like, I, I get like you know, anxiety and shit. There's people who go to a bar just to like will go by themselves just to meet and have people yeah. to talk to. No, it's, like, there's it's two different kinds uncommon. of bars. There's bars where you sit in a corner by yourself, and there's the kind that you sit on a table in the middle of everything, and then you just like meet random people. Yeah, I've been to like even sports bars where. I'm just I, don't talk to me like I'm, I'm here to with my friends here I'll talk to him but yeah and you're gonna someone, choose a, a, a table in a corner someone to no I, I, you know there's a you know the bar area that's, I'll just sit there but like someone to the left tries to talk to me I'm like dude no like I'm not here for you. I'm not here. For I am here for them. Discourse. I want to go out. I want to drink. I want to meet interesting people. Who knows where I'm going to end up? I'm at like a, five I'm, o'clock in the morning. I'm a, if I'm at a sports bar, I'm not meeting interesting. people. I'm not so in a fucking <laughs> sports bar either. That's my point. There's there's been times like fucking shitty day. I don't really want to be around people, but I want a beer. I've gone to a bar just to have one beer. And the amount of people that come up and talk to you when you're at a bar by yeah, yeah, but also like, the attire you wear also you've, attracts people, you know. Because you've the, seen, yeah, you've no, seen it's... like going to Urban, like I meet tons of people there that I'm not like. That's a there's certain bars where I can go into and know that I will see somebody. Right. That I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I knew those. like eight people already there anyway, so it was kind of like it's Knoxville is a small town. <laughs> but I I don't like I've never gone to like a random bar. And just randomly talk to people or have people because I, I'm not approachable. Like I look like a really like, yeah. Well, that's why in, on VR chat and on <laughs> Facebook Meta, you can change. You could be a cute little anime girl. Because I look, and like then a, once you open your mouth, you're like, "Hi, I'm Dustin." <laughs> Shut up, because I, I, I do come off as pretty awkward. Because like I'm They'd an awkward be confused. dude. Confused. It's kind of feminine already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, but I do. I, I'm, I'm very socially awkward. Like I, I come off as like you know I'm not I'm not very confident. So I just don't even try. I'm like no. Like it's, I think we're gonna get. A, I, need, I need like I need like wingmen with me to help me out and help to help me guide me through public discourse. I, I, after this is done, we're gonna get Dustin on VR chat. No, <laughs> he's gonna walk up to a bunch of anime girls running around. Hey, you know what? I used, to, I used to chat with people randomly in World of Warcraft, sir. Okay, well that's kind of a chat room too, where you have an avatar yep it's the same thing it is but i haven't done that in so long either but then back then i was i don't know i was more like because i was 
I was a top tier player. I was a nerd, man. I was a he- I was a raider. Yeah, had- so they're like, yeah, that's Ooh, shiny so this is yeah, yeah, yeah I was showing off your fashion. fashion. I, was I was showing off my fashion. I was like, you look at my shit. Look at sense. my shit. Look at my mouth that I have. You fucking peasants. And then, then they'll, they'll they'll chat with you like, hey, where'd you get that? You know. But I also I also use the status to help guide a lot of people. I was a very very helpful player because I was in that place. Like I I joined this game. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I relied on those coming around uh, to help me out. When I got back into WoW after a three or four year hiatus, it changed so much. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I joined a very helpful guild that you know they were they were me back then. They were they were you know the ones that helped me and helped new players. So do, so does Facebook need to make it more of a game so that people can show off like. Oh, they're gonna have to. There, there's gonna be things you can gonna pay be the, for. It's gonna be the stupid like Farmville games where you're gonna be like, come and visit oh, my, come and visit Farmville. my Farmville. <laughs> that was so fucking big. Like, did, did, did Facebook games kind of die off, or is that still a thing? Just, like, it's just uh, they're a just low corner. Like, no one... well, they've pretty much moved to your phone now. Yeah, they're just phone games now. So uh, and now they're gonna be metaverse games. Y'all, my um. They don't listen. I can say it. my uh, my ex wife's mother spent fucking hundreds of dollars on fucking Farmville and shit and coins. God damn! Like, does that mean you just suck? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I think, I think it's like a she level to watch her. No, I think it's a level faster. of imp- I think it's a level of impatience. Like, they want to get things done faster, so they it's, buy. No, because you only get like five lives, and if you're stuck on a level, you get five attempts, and then you have to wait fucking wait, there's forever. Levels on Farmville. Well. All those type of so games are gotcha games. There's there's certain things that prevent you from moving forward. You have to fucking wait. These games them. are literally so built people don't on want addiction. to wait. They're but, built. Yeah. They're built to feed on addiction. They're built to hit the same receptors in your brain that fucking casinos do. I'll play um, Candy Crush games before I go to bed. It's not Candy Crush, but it's like that. Ask, yeah. But I play one that there's no fucking limit on. Like, it, it, I have unlimited lives because I don't want to fucking be cut off after five games if I'm stuck on a round. Just fucking let me play this yeah, shit. If I download a game and I have to buy a thing to speed up a process, I'm uninstalled. Yeah, Run. yeah. As soon as, like, I'll put up with ads more than I will this. Even the fucking you have Assassin's to buy Creed to keep game has playing. That shit now. Oh, does it really? Yeah. What does? Even like mainstream, even yeah. mainstream seventy, sixty dollar games will still be like, do you want to buy super fast experience points because we made the game boring? <laughs> <laughs> but I seriously, what you mentioned earlier, I think Facebook will seriously either is, is considering or will do is where you can buy things for either your avatar. Yeah, or of course. You think to, they're for, all going to have the same access to cute little clothing for your stupid fucking avatar? <laughs> I'm going to try to look like a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my character's going to wear, like, cargo pants just like me. If I can't get some beige cargo pants on my avatar, I'm going to be pissed. Can, can, we get some, <laughs> can we get some, like, resist gear for our shit? Like, have, like, some fucking resist avatars? Uh, no, Facebook wouldn't allow that shit. Like I said, they're not going to allow anything cool. You're not going to be like, I will Al's avatar is going to have like a Molotov cocktail <laughs> and like an anarchist symbol. Like they're not going to allow that shit because it's going to be just as fascist as the platform has already shown itself to be. Do you think, uh, I don't think it'll be as, I don't, I don't see this coming off like they're, like they're thinking it's going to be because it's, if you remember on, on VR, that's such a low market right now. It's such a low, low percentage of even gamers right now are even in VR right now. It's not a big thing. Like it's not. I, I don't see where they're trying to they go. They think with it's this. the future and they want to get on there first. I, I, you know what? If they want to waste their money on it, fine. I think it's just a. I think it's they think now is the time. Now is the time. 
now I think now because it's a distraction from all the shit that's going on in Congress right now with all, all these investigations. Be like, uh, actually, we're going to have to do this congressional hearing in VR. So if you judges will put on your headsets, <laughs> we'll get you in the VR space. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm not a cat. <laughs> okay, now I'm done with Facebook. You can move on. Okay. Well, so speaking of, speaking of hearings, um, we've we've had some some things come through this week with a couple of couple of cases. Um, let's talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse one first, because that one is just a nonstop case of fuckery um, with the judge setting conditions for basically. Almost guaranteeing he's doing everything he fucking can to make sure Kyle Rittenhouse fucking walks. I think so everything too. he can. Uh, let's just go through the list of things that, that now. Most recently, of course, the big story this week is that the um, do you have a the list? plaintiffs? I in my head, I will okay. do the best that I can. The plaintiffs will not. There's a lot though, but yeah. the plaintiffs so will not uh, be able to refer. To the, the victims. victims as victims. However, the defense can classify them as writers, looters, or arsonists. Yes. And they claim that victim is a loaded word. But um, wouldn't you also claim that, I don't know, writers, looters, and arsonists are also loaded words? If they, if they, but don't they first have to demonstrate that those who were shot were? Were any of those things? There's no evidence to say that they uh, were writing. They were looting, or they set any fires. Not, there's not, no evidence of that. They have no fo- footage of them breaking windows or anything along those lines. They went to a protest. Some people did some stuff. You cannot prove. I haven't seen any proof. I should say that. I have not seen any proof that the three people shot by them were rioting or looting, or that they caused any fires. The other thing that he had done, so there was a video that it, that it had surfaced prior to this incident, and that was, uh, a, I guess, Kyle Rittenhouse was observing some people who were looting, and he, I guess, said to his buddy, like, man, or fuck, I wish I had my AR right now, which, and they disallowed that video, which I think the prosecution could show the mindset of Kyle Rittenhouse and that his intent to go there and to be there with an AR illegal, illegally purchased, mm-hmm. I guess. That was his intent. He, did, he, he went there with the intent to use that and to, to cause da- to either injure or kill people. I mean, to they, see... They also... Um, the judge also said that they couldn't introduce the video of him um, fucking hitting some girl. Uh, there was a fight that he was in a few months before that where he was beating on a, a girl a teenage girl, and the uh, judge won't allow that to show he has a history of violence. And then the another thing uh, that came out on the same day as the, you know, can't refer to them as victims, was that the fact that they can't introduce that the fact that the police were handing out water to these people, to, to Kyle, the, mm-hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse, and thanking them and things like that. I mean, so I, this judge is 100% guiding or with what he's allowing and not allowing is making the prosecution's case very, very difficult to show the mindset of Kyle Rittenhouse. Cause now what we have, we I, I, now correct me if I'm wrong. We only have footage after the first shooting had occurred. Is mm-hmm. there anything, was there any footage of the first shooting of, cause he'd killed. No, his, they got the first shooting. 
Oh, did they? Because yeah, I, they I, got I, the. He, it was he. Um, because that was the guy who threw like a paper bag at him, and then he went running between cars and um, like Kyle shot him in between the two cars. And then when, like, he ran back towards the guy he shot, when everybody realized he shot him, he took off running. And um, the second person who was killed ran up to him. He shot him. And then the Gage, who was shot in the arm and lived, he went running for him, too. Another guy came up with a, a fucking skateboard and hit him in the shoulder, too. But he missed that shot. Because he did try to shoot him. He tried to shoot four people. He hit three. Killed two. But yeah, I, no, I studied those videos. I'd only, I'd only seen the one where they were kind of chasing him. And that's that's the one that they're, that they're trying to say, well, that's self-defense. They were coming and attacking him. It was a but, paper bag. Well, it was also to my understanding that he'd already shot someone at that point. No, he had that was, that was the first one? He had pointed his gun. What he was doing before that, he was in an argument and he kept holding his gun at the ready like position, like he was ready to start shooting. And that's why people were trying to get the gun from him. And that's what, what it was. They were trying to get his gun because he was acting recklessly with it already. And then he pointed it at this guy. He took off running, and then he threw the bag at him. And then Kyle shot him for throwing a bag. Do we know when jury selection starts on this? I have not heard that. I like it. It may oh, be. Oh, I got it right here. It's November first. So it actually. Oh, so really? Monday, yeah. So Monday jury selection begins. So that's pretty quick for them to go to trial because you. I mean, you think about the f- fucking the fucking unite the right. Right. So let's move. On. So, uh, I was going to discuss that next because now that one was delayed for several things. Um, COVID was a, a delayed that a little bit. Um, they try to get the. So before I discuss that. Tell us about what this case is and what we know about it so far. So it's it's Signs versus Kessler, um, and what it is is the some of the victims of the Unite the Right uh, rally that were either yes in Charlottesville, 2017. Um, that was the when a bunch of white nationalists watched marched to the streets with tiki torches, going "Jews will not replace us" and "Blood and soil." They're not Nazis. but so um some of the people injured like that first night of the unite the right and um with the vehicular assault of that happened they got together and they are suing this is a civil suit it's not they're, they're not charged but they're suing organizers of that event um for violating the ku klux klan act of 1985 which is pretty much you cannot you can't commit acts of violence that are racially motivated. And so um, the the defendants are in charge of proving that they actually, well, I guess it's plaintiffs have to prove that this was mo- racially motivated violence. Really fucking easy. So, so in, in 2018, they had moved to get it dismissed on First Amendment grounds, mm-hmm. but the judge shot that down pretty easily. Um Based on the, the facts of the incident and the, the fact that a, a car... There was that, violence. Yeah, the fact that there was not only violence, but violence resulted in a death. Um, so it made it a pretty clear case that it wasn't just, you know, words spoken, shitty words, even though, right. even though the, 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 that's their defenses, you know, they're shitty words. One, one of the lawyer's defense, it was um, 
League of the South. And she, he fucking called his clients unlikable not, uh, knuckleheads or something like that. He, he, he did not speak kindly about his clients at all. Um, but yeah, he said that they're exercising um, free speech. And no matter how vehement the speech may be, that like it should be protected. And I... I <sighs> no, so there's, there's, a, there's a phrase um, when it comes to... First Amendment rights that cause violence is that you can't yell fire right, in a crowded right. theater. And when you're inciting violence, and now these people had planned this though, right? There was a leak, so, so a huge Discord. leak, so a Discord, uh, and texts, I believe, as well, where they were, you know, basically saying prepare for violence or prepare to. Cantwell and Spencer are trying really fucking hard not to have that admitted into court. Um, that it hasn't. I don't think they've settled that yet. I was uh, paying attention to what. Well, they would happened. have to file a motion and eliminate. They've, they've already no. They like. They talked about they, it today on whether it would be admitted, and uh, the judge is still trying to decide that. I did think. they file a motion and eliminate to suppress? It, they did that Monday morning. Oh, okay, but they were in jury selection. They talked about it some That's during so- that, and then today. Um, because it was it was brought up in opening arguments, and they like the defense was like, "Should that be allowed? We haven't decided yet whether this is going to be admitted." I mind gamed you. I mind gamed you with my podcast opening arguments and opening statements is what. Oh, but um, <laughs> so the um, so you fucking threw me off. <laughs> yeah, you can't no, it's, do it's, that it's, shit. You know, it's funny because they they purposely named their their podcast opening arguments just so that when you did that Google search, it was like uh, unique. Um, but it's weird that they would not have the motions to suppress like handled before jury selections because it's the judge has to be able to be, give jury instructions and the, that information has to be done before then you would think. Well, it, it's on what's admitting that doesn't, I mean, it, that doesn't affect the jury instructions when it comes to whether you're going to admit this at evidence. They've already been told how to look at the evidence so now it's what's going to be allowed. And, yeah, it should have been done prior, but the judge hasn't made a final decision on that yet. Um, the opening statements are really entertaining. Um, well, I, I did a, like, summary on them. The, the, the favorite thing you told me today was about James Fields' attorney. The, the, it, it, what's, what's best about this, though? James Fields is the one who actually drove the vehicle yes, into the crowd. But right? Cantwell, uh, Chris Cantwell, who's the crying Nazi... Um, he, he did his opening statements first and like, no, he, I mean, not first in the list. He did that before James Field's lawyer. And if he started out his fucking opening statement with, if you've ever read Mein Kampf, you'll know that this is a, uh, this is mother Jones level nonsense. <laughs> And then he goes is, on. No, he's, no, he's he's one of the two that are representing themselves, right? Yes, because he he can't afford a lawyer. Richard Spencer is the other one that didn't. That yeah, didn't have they can't afford a lawyer in civil suits. You don't get um, quite appointed. <laughs> so Cantwell was like he said the thing about Mein Kampf, and then he kept talking about his podcast. He's a podcaster. He gave his website, told the jury that he hopes they become good friends or good big fans. Yes, I swear to fucking God, this was all in his opening arguments <laughs> or argument, opening statements. He was, <laughs> he was pandering his podcast. He's like, hit like and subscribe, guys, and then but bounced out. Or... He, he ended his, his um, statement, like one of the last things he said 
was that James Field is sitting in uh, federal prison for life, and he's an innocent man. Then James Field's lawyer came up, and he's basically like, there's no doubt that my client committed racially motivated acts of violence. <laughs> he's like, just go easy on him because he's already in prison, federal prison for life. <laughs> what, regarding the punitive damages? Yeah, yeah. Damages? <laughs> and um, now you said, now Richard Spencer... He's defending himself because they don't have the money. His his he doesn't um, have the money. No, 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 no. Spencer's no. opening statement was or like his his argue, What he's going to present is he was just a speaker. He didn't go there to, um, you know, participate in the rallies or anything. He was just there as a speaker, a notorious one at that. And um, he also made sure to let the jurors know that he is a meme now because he was punched in the face. He, he's a what now? He's a meme. He's a meme now because yeah, he got punched he is, in the face? Yes. Yeah, he is. He, he kind of dropped off the radar after that happened, too. So I talked about the League of the South, and his lawyer is pretty much like the free speech. Um, then there's the Traditionalist Workers Party, which Matthew Heimbach and Matthew Parrott, or Matt Parrott, um, their lawyers pretty much saying that they just went to participate in a rally and Antifa tried to stop them from exercising their First Amendment rights. Um, and then the other ones, there's Ray Asmador. Um, he's not present. He has no lawyer present. He's on the run. Um, he's pretty much, they defaulted and he's guilty. Um, then there's Kessler and... This is driving me crazy through this because they keep pronouncing... I've heard his name pronounced Scoop, Shoop, and um, Shop. (laughs) This this bugs me, though. This bugs me, though, because I'm almost positive this motherfucker is a distant relative of mine. Um, My family name's Chef Oyster on my dad's side. Chef Oyster? Chef Oyster. Spelled but exactly when that. It, well, <laughs> it's the beginning part of the word. When my family moved here from Germany, a lot of them shortened their name to Shep. They they dropped the oyster part of it, so it should be pronounced Shep. And but everybody is Shoop Shoop. I don't know how the motherfucker actually pronounces it himself, but they're th- all Scoop. of these are wrong in my opinion. But um, they're pretty much blaming the cops. For the violence and chaos and right, their lack saying, of action, saying that they're 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 in action, mm-hmm. okay, that they normally rely on. Right. There was something else you, you sent me, um, and this was Richard Spencer. His opening statement said that the, um, the counter protesters went there because they wanted their civil rights violated. Yes, yes, that <laughs> that um, that they wanted to be injured. <laughs> that's what, that's when, when I go out. I always hope that I get punched in the face. Yeah, he shouldn't be charged for a crime. Or, they, yeah. they, he they, hasn't been charged, so he's not liable. The judge cut him off. Is like, that's irrelevant here. <laughs> <laughs> They've dressed that way. They wanted it. Right. <laughs> but one of my favorite things about the article, one of the articles I read today regarding the opening statements is that this lawsuit is bankrupting these people. That's the goal. That's exactly the goal, and that's why this court, this case is so fucking important because it hasn't been used in so long. Right, so now we long have time. these white nationalists coming up, and there's all this violence that they're causing. This 
if this goes through, it sets a precedent. Right. And then, like, there'll then be more. Then Jan 6th, then January this 6th. Is, that's why KKK went underground, because they were getting bankrupt by lawsuits. It, it will, if this goes through, that means, like, anytime these white nationalists hold a rally and there ends up being injuries due to it, they can be sued. Now, they they have a lot of funding for, because, I mean, several of them do have lawyers now. They have, they're getting funding for legal fees, but how many, how often are people going to keep, or how long are people going to keep donating to legal fees? After so many of these cases, people losing, they're going to stop getting those legal fees. They're going to lose their platform. This is actually huge, and like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be watching the fucking school board stuff here has kind of died down. So my obsession for the next four weeks is this trial. Well... It was until Kyle Rittenhouse starts on November 1st. She'll kind of be balancing both of those. I'll still be listening to... I'll, I'll probably listen to the Signs versus Kessler one and read news articles for Rittenhouse. Just because... So you call in to listen to the trial. They're, they're not allowing media to record anything. Um, when... I call in at the beginning of the trial. It's like 80 people listening. A friend of mine joined later in the um, call, and there were only 300 people. So there's less people really focusing on this. The Kyle Rittenhouse case is going to have plenty of coverage and all that. So, Which one? Do you, I know obviously this one I think has bigger impact um, because— Ritten, I already know how Rittenhouse is yeah. going to go. He's going to fucking walk. You don't think that'll spark some outrage? And, I mean, oh, spark it's, it's going to, yeah, it's it's going to, the the aftermath of the Rittenhouse case, I'm going to be paying attention to, because shit's going to happen. Do you not think that by this judge basically crafting this case, for the Rittenhouse case, for him to walk in self-defense, will bolster the right to these kind of actions in the, in the future? Because they'll have, the, they can act on the protection of, you know, self-defense in that case? Um, or do you think this is a special... I think it's a balancing act between what's going on with Rittenhouse and what's going on with the signs and versus Kessler because they'll be sending mixed messages, I mean, on, on what people can get away with. Um, and, like, we look at James Fields, who ran the car in two protesters. He got life in prison. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I think... Overall, the Rittenhouse case is gonna is gonna be a fluke situation and not the standard. So I don't know how. I mean, surely they're gonna celebrate it, he, he's but I don't know if they're gonna think that they can keep getting away with it. But if they end up holding that, I think they named twelve different, and maybe even seventeen. How many? How many defendants? Defendants are in the? There's like twenty three in signs versus. Uh, is there? Kessler. Okay, yeah. If, I, um, I know they dismissed one. Of the defendants. I'm not sure which one they dismissed, but there's still several. Yeah, there's, or, there's not only organizations, but actual individuals. It's organizations as well. and individuals. The individuals are Richard Spencer, um, Jeff Shep, or Shoop, how they're Scoop. pronouncing it, um, or Scoop. Um, there's the League of the South. I can't think of those guys' names. Two different Michael Hill and some other Michael. Um, Traditionalist Workers Party, and that's Matthew Heimbach and Matthew Parrott. Um, Spencer, I think I named them all. Is that, and is then that, the is, Ray, is that Matthew guy, the guy that was here in Knoxville? 
Matthew Heimbach, yeah, he he's the not so much here in Knoxville, but he, he visit he visited Knoxville. No, he was living here, I think, oh, okay. for a while. Um, that's the one Craig um, Craig Spalding was in. Colton Williams, they all came from League of the South, and um, that comment makes so much sense now. Is that you, Colton? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes so much sense. Yeah, Colton. And now um, you know Colton's in Kentucky now. There's a lot of speculation that Matthew Heimbach, who was down in Cleveland, Tennessee, up until recently, everybody thinks he's back in Indiana, and then Craig Spaulding's fucking dead. There's a few other of their members, but we they they aren't like leaderish. They aren't like they're they're gonna kind of go underground, and they have. So this, as you said, will set a precedent, and I think if if they do hold hold them liable, civilly liable then I think the same will be true of the January 6th insurrection as well. Mm-hmm. And the Rolling Stones... Mm, I don't think they... It won't be... It wasn't racially, you're right. That yeah, racially. That, that would be a different case. Yeah, it would be a different case. But as far as, like, conspiring, I think there's definitely going to... Well, they, they do have a trial against um, Proud Boys and um, Oath Keepers, both of them, they, some of their members have um, conspiring charges for January 6th. Speaking of January 6th, did you guys catch that Rolling Stones article? Which one? The uh, January 6th protesters and organizers say they have participated in dozens of planning meetings with members of Congress. Oh, right, right, yeah. And White House staff. Well, we, we kind of knew that. We did because then we knew that one of them gave, was it Marjorie Taylor Greene that gave one? They gave a tour like a mm-hmm. day or two before. Our favorite Congresswoman, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hawthorne was involved in, with Hawthorne. Uh, so I have the name here. So it's Paul Gozer, uh, Arizona. Lauren Boebert. Not a surprise, Lauren Boebert. No. She's a piece of shit. Some people thought she was outside during it. I mean, we yeah, we've known this because we've been saying what has been going on the whole Trump presidency and following that, and then we're just so surprised that nothing happens. Like that dropped, and what has happened? Yeah, nothing. These people should be executed for treason. Mm-hmm. Like one hundred and ten percent. That's not even like a joke that I normally say, but like that is that is treason, and they would be completely in the right to execute them for trying to murder, trying to allow rioters to murder their fellow <laughs> their fellow congressmen and to, and, and to subvert democracy. Like that's that. that's uh, you know public execution. Let's take them. Take their fucking heads. So uh, it was Mo Brooks, Madison Cawthorn, like you mentioned, Andy Biggs of Arizona, and Louis Gohmert of Texas was the the list of, according to the, there was a pair that was talking to him. Now, there's also five other people in the Trump administration um, that are talking to the January 6th committee. Nice. So they're getting some information on that. I think, I I, I don't know if anything's actually going to happen to these people because there's no accountability whatsoever when you're in the fucking House of Representatives, apparently you have this blanket permission to do fuck all and get away with it. Because uh, we knew about the we knew, knew about the Marjorie Taylor Greene thing long time, like shortly after we knew that she had given a tour, like and not a normal tour. I think she like she gave them access to parts of the building that aren't typically right accessible uh, to give them kind of a roadmap of where, where to go. Right. So. I, I, and I can't believe that people still downplay that on the right. You know, they don't understand, like, what actually happened. Like, a, we had an assault on our capital in the first time, like, in, I think, our 
Well, they're not looking at real media. They're looking at OAN, which is not telling the full story. They were they were largely peaceful protests, is what they're saying. They, they don't understand that people actually went there with the intent to kidnap, to you know, to kill. We had the we had what was the guy that he had zip ties and other shit. What else did he have? Eric Munchel. Um, oh, he left a bag full of weapons outside. Ooh, can you imagine what he'd been? Char- he he showed up with weapons, but they left it outside the Capitol. Hit it. So these idiots had help, and they still couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, how big of a fucking idiots are they? Come on. Well, they met with small groups, and there were so many people there, and getting all those people on page with them was harder than they thought, I think. But the Oath Keepers were heading to the area that Marjorie Taylor Greene um, had shown them. Like, they had a goal. They, they were, like, they, yeah, just the rest of the group fucking took it as a tourist experience and <laughs> like fucking roaming around and shit <laughs> yeah i mean they made it sound like it was a you know just a, a fun day fun day at the capital but it really was one of the darkest I days i still say there's there's probably a lot of people who participated who actually thought that's what it was because the cops held the door open for them if they weren't in the front of that group they wouldn't have known that it was broken into I mean, you know, they also thought they were going to win, overturn the presidency, and all be pardoned by their pappy Trump. Right. Well, I think there were some of both. Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, like, there's enough evidence to show that they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, but But they also thought they were going to overturn the presidency. They did, yeah. And, like, I think all of them, I mean, all of them are traitors. All of them... Were expecting to overturn democracy yes. to let they were they were marching they were under marching orders from a dictator a wannabe dictator who was trying to establish a coup like that is what it is use the right language like Trump wanted to be dictator of the United States and overturn an election so he attempted a coup he had uh, soldiers mm-hmm. people that he told to go and do that. A makeshift militia of a bunch of fucking soccer moms <laughs> attack attack the capital of the United States. That's what happened. Like, you can mince words about it, but that is the definition of what happened. And they should be treated as such. Traitors. It was actually fortunate that... Not saying that I love moved. the American government, but... <laughs> but it is the system that we have, and these are our elected officials that they literally tried to go and murder, and had they not... You know, the, the, some of the Capitol Police who actually did their job and moved, the, got them out. Like, had let's say they got the to one Pence. black if, officer but, is the the main one. Right, and he's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but what would what happened if they got to Mike Pence? What would happen if they got they, to? They would have. They had a fucking like little guillotine thing set up outside. It was a noose, right? That's what it was. A noose. They they were absolutely planning on hanging him. Yeah. But what if they? What if? What if they got to Pelosi? I mean, what if they got to anyone that they recognized? They would have killed them. Absolutely, yeah. without a doubt, they would have killed them. Yeah, you don't see leftists storming the Capitol and killing all these right wing traitors, killing fucking the people blocking the filibuster from jamming democracy up you don't see the other side actually doing anything because we have too many goddamn liberals on this side really <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's also kind of not not the goal of the left at this at this point to subvert democracy and try to overthrow the government through means of violence at least not right now uh, I can't, I can't 
insert, I can't even. insert music break. <laughs> it's like an awkward silence. Insert, insert cr- cricket noises. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's overthrow it. Let's burn it all down. I'm all for a guillotine, personally, but... I mean, you, you do know we're living in the apocalypse, right? What the fuck do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> so I just stumbled upon this post from... Um, about Hazard High School in Hazard, Kentucky, they held an event where male students, who were minors, dressed in lingerie and gave lap dances to the staff. During the lap dances, female students, minors, dressed in Hooters uniform, delivered drinks to the staff. To end the the um, festivities, students were bent over a table and spanked and sp- by the staff. What the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this earlier and I was like, what the fuck? Apparently the principal is also the mayor of Pedophile shit. Town, USA. This yeah, is and he's also under investigation for some sort of other sexual assault thing last year or something like that, but... Yeah, a bunch of apparently seniors. Uh, I mean, they, I think they were they were minors though. But yeah, they were just in the school shared the photos. Yeah, on their athletic page. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were quickly deleted. But you know, nothing on the internet really gets deleted. There no, was it sure the fuck doesn't get deleted, especially something like that. So, so the females uh, in the in the Hooters costume or outfits were apparently carrying out these these mugs that look like. They were full of beer. They were just like prop things. I, I don't know, man. Like, what? what is this even? That is the wildest thing I've seen. I mean, I've seen some I inappropriate shit. This, this is probably not the first time they did that. This is probably just the first time they got caught. Right, this. right. They probably just got mad at the person who posted it on fucking Facebook. Because this is probably like an annual fucking thing there. I would imagine. What? Staff member, not one fucking staff member is like, hey guys, this may be a little bit inappropriate, you know. They don't hire These are minors. Holy fucking shit. This was like an event with lots of staff members there. Mm-hmm. The principal was involved. And if I did read quickly, read quickly yeah, he's the, he's the mayor as well. So like, you know, it's just another day in fucking Hatcher, Kentucky, man. Yeah, it was a wild fucking story. But it's, a, it's, it's a, obviously a lot of backlash regarding this. Um, I, again, probably nothing will happen to those in charge because he is in charge. Pedophile USA. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really wild story. Is it a Catholic like, school? No, it's just, <laughs> no, shit, no. I mean, I hear a story about pedophiles. I just hear, think they must be Catholics. I hear a story about people spanking, you know. It's gonna... Spanking, Catholic. Jesus. It just sounds like an every day at a Catholic school. What the fuck kind of event was this? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I, nothing about this screams like any kind of logic. So I have no clue why this even happened. I mean, it's probably their spirit week or some shit. I mean, it would make sense. That's some spirit. <laughs> Did they take their Facebook page down yet? The the post was taken down, not the page. I think the page may be down too. I mean, probably they probably killed all communication. Because mm-hmm. they, they don't want people commenting and shit. They still have a page up, but not their athletic page, though. 
doesn't look like. Jesus fuck, man. I can't, like, have they addressed it? Have there, has there been any statement no. on, like, they're just fucking, we're going to ignore this, it'll go away. <laughs> like, well, it literally, it literally just dropped today. Um, like, I've, this, today, I just, I just heard about it today. So okay, but we heard about it. Like this, where this story's going around, they know that it's going around. That's a you national don't story. just it's, fucking. Yeah. There's news articles about it now. Like they're fucking address. Like do say something. Don't just fucking ignore it, disappear, and think this. Oh, it'll go away eventually. What do we? We apologize for our annual tradition of spanking students dressed in lingerie. Like I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's fucking hazard. <laughs> hazard for sure. So, like, and people were bad at Netflix like, for the fucking cuties show, right? I actually never knew what that was about. I never got into that. I know I know nothing about the cutie show. So yeah. I, I, I heard that I, I know that it became a meme thing to like. Be they they out. were trying to expose how certain like like the dance stuff like kind of. Over sexualizes girls. Okay, but everybody complained because the girls of the movie. Well, were they were trying to show how <laughs> dance things over sexualizes girls by over sexualizing girls. Oh, okay, makes sense. So they were trying to fight fire with fire, which inevitably, like, they're like <laughs> pedophile is like, oh yes, <laughs> this this deep critique. Anyways, <laughs> I'm still jerking off. <laughs> that was basically what they did. <laughs> no, I I never really got into that. I don't I don't really watch a whole. Lot. I mean, when I watch don't. Netflix, I don't watch. Like, I don't know. There, it's been done better before and less like fucking pervy. Little Miss Sunshine's a good movie. Little Miss Sunshine's fucking one of my favorites. God, that, I love that movie. That kind of so has much. the same point to it, except you know it doesn't actually sexualize little girls. the The cuties thing was all like, sex. Maybe sexualizing little girls is bad, but maybe it's also empowering. Let's sexualize girls. <laughs> So here locally, um, we have uh, the sheriff penned a, a letter to Joe Biden saying that he will not, uh, basically, he's not going to comply with the vaccine mandate. And we already knew that our local wrestle mayor, fucking Kane, Glenn Jacobs, also wrote a letter back in September saying the same thing, that we're not going to comply with this. So Tom, Splang- Spang- can't do it. Tom Spangler, the, the sheriff, basically says that he's not going to... Uh, comply with an unconstitutional order. But one of my favorite things in this letter is that he says this, we're in a time in our country where men and women are leaving the profession of law enforcement in record numbers. Yay. (laughs) If I were to enforce this mandate, it is likely we could lose a large majority of our workforce Putting the lives of our citizens in immediate danger. Like no, 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 no. they already put the lives of citizens in danger. Because yeah, how many cops like during peak pandemic? Like they weren't wearing masks. Like they just fucking had a high speed chase the other day. Like that puts people in danger. (laughs) Our deputies, corrections officers, and support staff are overworked and underpaid. Ha-ha. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe quit your job find and find a, a real deal. job. Yeah, yeah. come on, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps, you yeah. assholes. If you're not happy with where you work, go work somewhere else. Well, and you know the overworked thing, um, the whole idea of defunding police and, like, 
taking some of their responsibilities off of them and putting them in appropriate hands would take care of that. So he continues, this mandate would also make the Knox County Sheriff's Office less attractive for those seeking a career in law enforcement. Good, get a real job, bitch. <laughs> it does not oppressing fucking people. He's basically saying that we will not become the mandate police. But he also talks about how he's a veteran and, like, how much he knows and, like... It's funny because everyone that says they're a veteran, like, you know, you stood in a line and you were forced with whatever they put into uh-huh. your body as you were fucking yep. onboarded. yep. So don't try to, don't pretend that you... There's that, and I'm sorry, being in the military doesn't make you an expert on things. No, it, no And that's what so many people think. It, it doesn't even make you an expert on fucking politics, you know? Like, you, the military doesn't require you to know politics. You do what you're fucking told, period, you know? Um, so these people come out, and they, they act like they, they're, like, superior, like intellectually superior to others because they serve time in the military. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> yeah. You hear that a lot and they, they try to use that as like a, as a status thing, like a status symbol. Like I am, you know, I've, I've done this. So I know things like, no, you did this. You did a job for probably four years, right? Four years only. And probably here in the States, just working, work on some fucking engine somewhere. You know, not, not everyone does tours. He's old enough. He probably didn't. Uh, he, I don't know how old is he. I mean, he's probably Desert Storm age, but which means he's been injected with all those crazy drugs. Well, well any, probably... like as soon as you fucking sign up for the military, that's one of the first things they fucking do. They have a gun that gives you like fucking a shitload of inoculations, shot, like yeah. like a fucking yeah. all of it right at once. <laughs> and they didn't bitch about that. They don't know what was in there. I have no fucking Well, clue. I wish him a very quick, please fucking die from COVID, you piece of shit. I'm going to come to the fucking hospital. I'm going to spit in your face. Well, no, so because uh, he can just go to Florida because Governor DeSantis is recruiting unvaccinated officers with a cash bonus. Because uh, Florida will not be doing a uh, mandate, uh, vaccine mandate for their officers. Because of fucking course not, because it's fucking Florida. I think and- my response to that, well, at least um, COVID will still be the number one killer of police in Florida. Uh, absolutely. But he's offering a $5,000 bonus to work in Florida, a cash bonus to work in Florida. And what he's basically trying to do is he's trying to target the officers leaving Chicago, New York, all these, all these places where the law enforcement agencies have vaccine mandates. Uh, New York just got their, their case shut down. They tried to have that mandate overturned. And the federal judge is like, no, like the, they have the right to do this. So yeah, so Florida is, gonna, is trying to recruit all these people that are, and that, like again, we talked about this in our A cab um, last week, where the number one killer of COVID, uh, the number one killer of cops in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one is COVID, and Florida will continue continue that trend by bringing those people in from those other states. Although, I mean, five thousand dollars isn't enough to move these people there, and with how you know, increase in housing costs, like trying to get a property in Florida is probably not out there. So I don't think it's going to work out as much as he thinks it's going to. I think it's just a stunt. But I mean, fuck it, you know, go to Florida, become a cop, and, or become a cop in Florida, and just get COVID and die. I don't care. Yeah, fucking up the numbers. We need push those numbers up. <laughs> not enough cops are dying of COVID. We need to see that numbers through the roof. I want them to try to shoot COVID. I want them to try to be like... Uh, they, they try to shoot COVID? I want them to be like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The way the cops respond to anything, you know, they only know one response. So I want to see them be like, oh, hey, I was felt threatened for my life, and then just try to shoot COVID in their lungs. 
Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just over this article that's um, about, you remember the South Carolina church massacre, Dylan Roof? Yeah. The uh, Justice Department has to pay $88 million to the uh, families mm-hmm. because of, over a faulty background check. This is what I found really interesting in this article. Uh, Baker Sellers, an attorney who is that helped the Dylan Roof thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bakari Sellers. Then they also this week upheld his death penalty? I didn't see that. I don't know, but I mean, motherfucker needs to die. So Bakari Sellers, an attorney who helped broker the agreement, told Associated Press the 88 figure was purposeful. It's a number typically associated with white supremacy and the number of bullets Roof said he had taken with him to the attack. So 88, for anybody who doesn't know, that's used because... Um, H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. So hail Hitler. It's H8. Um, we're giving a big fuck you to white supremacy and racism. We're doing that by building generational wealth in these black communities from one of the most horrific race crimes in the country. So that's pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) But they're, they're building the justice department. Huh? The justice department because, um, they, the fucking background check didn't catch him. Apparently he had some shit that should have prevented him from being able to purchase guns and they they let him buy guns and he created a or he committed a massacre so yeah i also think though that they did uphold his death penalty um i, I think i saw that earlier today as well so good because like you said that motherfucker does need to die yeah i never expected that to be lifted so i i guess i I, they always appeal that. they always appeal yeah those. that's it's a standard, it's standard procedure right but it, it was upheld so fuck him yeah. I'll tune in live on that motherfucker. <laughs> he, he's become such a fucking, like, idol in the white supremacy world. To the Like, the people have heard probably the Bowl Patrol. It's named after his bowl cut. Really? Yeah. Why do these people idol... It's such a weird fucking movement, these... The ideology of they, they're claiming the superior, the superior race, when I'm like... You look at these motherfuckers, and they're the weakest-looking people, group people you've ever seen. Like, you are not genetically superior to fucking anyone around you. No. But they need to feel like that, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I... I mean, they don't even know anything about biology. Like, one of the main things you learn about biology is you need a different genes to make yourself stronger. Uh-huh. Like, that's, like, simple, simple 101 biology is you need genes that are not very similar to yours to make strength. So if you're fucking your cousin, that's that's not going to work. Sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Tennessee. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah. laughs> Christ. Or Hazard, Kentucky, apparently. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they looked like they were having fun. They were like, oh, what a laugh. <laughs> I'm getting a lap dance from a guy. It was a guy. Yes. A 17-year-old guy. <laughs> a, a boy. A boy. A child. Yep. Ugh. Fucking disgusting. And, and lingerie. Like, and he would have been like, I'm not a child, I'm a preteen. That's <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Again, these are these are these were white kids. Again, no, not wasn't. the superior <laughs> fucking race you think we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, have you seen white people? I mean, we're Look, all we did was move up north, lose our pigment, and invent better warfare weapons than the rest of the world. What? 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 
Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately lose culture somehow because. Yeah. I think, like, white food in general compared to, like, other countries. I mean, why do you think that they tried to take over India? Because they're like, oh, my God, we found Spice. Speaking of Spice, Dune's great. Go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to plug it. As soon as you said Spice, I knew that was about to come. I, I <laughs> oh, my arm is sore, you guys. I got the booster yesterday. Because uh-huh. you can be eligible. It hurts, dude. Fucking sore shit. It also affected my stomach. Not feeling great. That sucks. Yep. I wondered if there are... But you'll be super boosted for when we have to move in for Ask. Yeah, next week. Well, not not this upcoming week. I won't be. It takes like two weeks, right? But, I mean, I already already still had the initial vaccine, so I'll be fine. I mean, yeah, we'll be fine. I mean, enough people are starting to come out again, and now we got to move in, so I expect numbers to drop again. I don't know. Like, if you're vaccinated, the... You know, we're supposed to be the science community, but if people are vaccinated, everyone thinks says you're fine, especially if you're hanging out with other vaccinated people. Can you just walk in to get the booster? I walked in to get the booster. Okay. Uh, they, they asked me for, what, for, for what, what reason I was eligible, and there was the age, the immunocompromised, the underlying conditions, or... Does it have caregiver for... Just mark the at-risk occupation. They won't check shit. You oh, just, right. You just literally just like mark at-risk occupation... Handed them the form. They stuck a needle in my arm, and I walked away. Because I should be coming. Yeah, I, I'm after six months now. Yeah. Uh, now, are you? Did you got you got Moderna? Or did you get Pfizer? Moderna. Okay, so they that they recommended sticking with Moderna, although you can mix and match this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Moderna is a half dose compared to the first two vaccines. But if I go get Pfizer, it won't hurt you. And I've, also, there's there's also studies. Now, I asked the pharmacists, you know, which one they recommend. They said they recommended sticking with it. But there are studies that mixing could be more beneficial because it teaches your body's different ways to to fight it off. Right. If you become infected, which is especially true for the Johnson & Johnson. If they receive those, it's better to mix and match that one. But I, I, I stuck with Moderna because as far as everything I've read is Moderna has the highest efficacy. Yeah, I had Moderna first. So that makes me wonder if I want to just go ahead and get the Pfizer. It, 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 it won't hurt you, and again, it may even be beneficial, more beneficial because it gives your body that extra, you know, more information, new information, right. new, new ways to fight off an infection. So, but if you've had it, if it's been more than six months, I'd say fucking do it, you know, because as of yesterday, end of day yesterday, only 47.5% of Tennessee was fully vaccinated. We're way behind and we will never reach her. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Don't expect those numbers to come up. It's like it's like when when they say that oh, there's new beds opening up at the hospital. That's because people died. <laughs> like what? The only your... reason that number will, the percentage of people vaccinated will go up is because the percentage of people dead will go up, <laughs> and then the population the population will be small. goes down. <laughs> yeah, was that's your... the only way that number is going up. Was your booster free? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, they even uh, they didn't even ask for um, insurance information like they did the, when I got my first two shots. Literally, just walked up, said, um, "I'm here for the booster." They handed me the form. I marked off what reason I selected. Two minutes later, I got it, and they they updated my. They actually replaced it. Um, got a brand new Vax card with the previous information on it. Uh, they do list that on there, so. I'll be good for at least another six months. 
I'm not sure if it, uh, they may change it to annually. I'm not sure as more studies are done on this. But seeing as how I'm about to hop on a fucking plane to California in a few weeks, I thought it would be a good idea to go ahead and get that done. And also since we're having to go inside Barley's now, and I don't know if you guys all saw how crowded it was inside last week or this past Tuesday. When I don't know if, if it was as busy when you left, but when we left, the whole section that they said basically we could have and cut off fucking filled to the brim. Um. I've been, you know, I have to go into restaurants and I see people sitting around at tables and I'm always like, God, these people look so fucking gross sitting around here. And I just realized uh, last night I was like, fuck, I want to be one of them really soon. <laughs> but but well, at mean, least we, like we're, the we're table all, I'm sitting with, too. right. And, and we're all fully vaccinated. Like it's not like it was during when people were out in march or april of last year during covid and going to restaurants and because i didn't like i we did not go out at all last year i still have not eaten inside of a fucking restaurant i i I always sit outside so this will be next week will be the first time of me actually going and sitting inside a restaurant and i'm not too comfortable about that i think one of the few times i have been inside it was as brazieros because they don't have outside obviously right but I do. I'm, I was with you. The same things, you know. Sit outside whenever possible, away from everyone else. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to it either. But it's also way too fucking cold, and they don't have. If they just didn't invest in fucking like patio heaters out there, I would continue to go out there. I would too. I, so I'm sad they don't have the heated patio. I don't have a problem with being inside. I'm just worried that other people will. And our numbers will decline. The yeah. Amount of people there. Because yeah. we've already seen people scared of being outside. For yeah. no fucking reason, either. Like, if you got your shot, go get well, your booster no, shot if you're really worried. There are reasons. A lot of the people who um, have are stopped showing up have kids that are too young to be vaccinated. And you could still catch and give COVID if you're un- uh, even if you're vaccinated. Not for long. This and is the then, FDA approved, the FDA recommended approval for, right. for, so they for may, 5 to 12 Right, so they may old. come back once their kids are vaccinated, but are fully vaccinated, but they... They had a good reason. The other ones were people who were elderly and may have other immune issues. And the They're not Colin Powell. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, if you're older, if you have other health issues, even if you're vaccinated, COVID kids kill you. So they had good reason for. I'm, not I'm just worried that COVID in general is going to cause people who already had some type of agoraphobia to be more validated in their agoraphobia. It will absolutely. It already has. It, it already it's, fucking it's has. It's completely changed the makeup. The makeup of Ask um, uh, of our weekly meetups. I mean, we prior, we to, used tw- prior to, be... to 2020, it was I want to say 60 percent of the. Say the attendees were forty five and above. Yeah, easily, okay. easily. So we're getting the new crew in. Yeah, yeah. We, we, now we, we saw, we've we're seen, a young we've group. Seen, we've seen a lot more new people. Old this people year. will never be able I'd to see each other face to face for the rest of their lives. When you show, up I mean, that's true. That's true. Smart ones. That's true. Smart ones. When I mean, you, I mean, you got to run a gamble. If I was fucking eighty years old, I want to see my fucking friends. Or you got to die. Like whatever. But when you show All their up to friends ask are probably now, already dead anyways. Like ninety percent is probably. Forty-ish and under. I think I think we're the oldest ones there at this right, point. I right. mean, it's it, and that was not the case. Well, the, there's Bill and Peggy. The, oh yeah, you're right. And somebody is her name Kimberly or something. Purple haired. I I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's been it's I've enjoyed the crowds we've had. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy those people as well, but we've this year oddly enough, 
since we reopened to sitting outside and you know recommending that only fully vaccinated people come out, and they all by and large have all been anyways because that's kind of like. Our crew is pretty science-based. Yeah, like it, most atheists tend to be most science-based, and they, they tend to be also left-leading, which also means they're more willing to accept the science behind it. So they're all like, yeah, I already got my vaccine. The only conversation we had, it wasn't even asked. We didn't have to ask. We were just like, team Moderna or Pfizer, because we already knew we, these people we knew. were, were yep. vaccinated. But we've seen a lot of new faces this year, almost on a weekly basis. Right. Since we turned him back, like, way, way more than in years past, I think. No, we've always had new people trickling Not as, not the frequency that we had this year. Yeah, there, there's been a lot this year. And a lot, I mean, we've had a lot of younger people this year. And honestly, like, I, I liked the older members of Ask. I, I love them. I mean, Alita and Carl, Alita's like my mama, you know? <laughs> like, I, I adore them, and I hate not seeing them. But... I think people walking in and seeing the more younger crowd when they're younger makes them feel more comfortable. I think so as well. Yeah, we definitely need to make sure those people feel safe and cool and that it's a cool group and we're not a bunch of old people. Well, and we're it's super also, it's, cool, also, I tell you what. It's, it's also changed the dialogue while we're there too because, you know, <laughs> when you have uh, the older crowd, a lot of them want to stick to, they want to have those kind of, not so much the, the, the debates, but they want to be on topic. They want to have the right. religious topics and things like that. I mean, the... the the past month or past two months, the amount of looks we get from neighboring tables from the <laughs> bullshit that we talk about that is obscene, loud, absurd <laughs> conversations with senses that, like, you don't put those words together normally. No, no. Come yeah. out of our mouths. And what was it, last week, the table sitting behind us, like, they fucking stared at me hard the whole time. I don't even know what the fuck that was about. But it, 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 has, it has definitely changed, like, the conversation at the table, and it has become, I think, not so much more lively, but just, just re- obviously reminiscent of a I mean, younger crowd. Right. The, the core group has changed, too. It is mostly us in this room right here, Correct. our mm-hmm. partners. And we hang out outside of this on a regular basis. Well, I mean, you get I mean, Dustin really. time all the time. I see, time. I see Dustin <laughs> two or three times a week. This has been the summer of we, Dustin. We're, <laughs> we're pretty comfortable with each other to the point where we're just saying the most fucked up shit around <laughs> each other, and then other people come in. It's like, hold on, I'm talking about spiky vaginas or whatever. <laughs> like we had a conversation about a bag of dicks that lasted about a good thirty minutes. Like how, how to have a bag of dicks. Like this is the conversation we had out loud is this kind of the but so i don't know i think so come on down to ask (laughs) y'all but we'll be inside now so you know but it'll be fun though you'll laugh i'm hoping that what you say isn't true that i that i hope that enough do you think it would help or hurt us if we were trying to implement someone had to show their card to show up to our meetings it would uh, i don't it wouldn't hurt us not our crowd would not hurt our crowd one bit not one bit do you think other more people would come i don't think we felt that i honestly don't think we we honestly have to i think with the people that have been going we we, like we know they're vaccinated or at least trust that they but but do you think there's people that aren't coming because they're unsure i'm just saying if we it would grow or shrink if we that's a question that may be worth asking in the group but I don't. Th- I don't think so. I, th- I think that because they know that even vaccinated and being around vaccinated, they can still be at risk for for catching virus. Right. They have the underlying, and I think it's the ones who weren't coming out because and they're older or underlying conditions. Vaccinated to vaccinated is, is a pretty low transmission rate. Pretty low is not zero though. That's, they driving their car to theirs <laughs> could be. Yes, but 
now that we're moving inside, I don't think it fucking matters if we require it or not because the tables around us could, ha- you right. know, they're, they're, they're probably going to be our biggest risk and we can require a vaccine card, but like we can't require it at tables. Cause we will no longer us. have the eight feet distance between the tables. Cause no. right where we set up, we're a good eight feet mm-hmm. minimum away from the, the nearest other patron. That will not be the case. Once well, we move, we're inside. at least five feet away. I think. And four, inside, four, and our, our, feet, if they yeah. if they were they're within in like speaking distance, they'll hear us and they'll leave anyways. Yeah, That's true. It's pretty. Yeah, good. Yeah, people will straight up walk. Is it on the patio? They don't so much. I think if we're inside and we're closer, and they have to hear us, people will walk up out and leave. I don't know what it is about us, and I'm saying as I'm motioning about us in this room because we have the power, the the special power to make people fucking leave, even if it's in a fucking cove and we're 25 feet away from another boat. They bounce the fuck out pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we have the power to drive people away with our obscenity. <laughs> so maybe Sam, I think you're right. It won't be a problem for more than 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap up, we have some very positive a cab of the week. Oddly enough. The first one is out of East Point, Georgia. Um, A grand jury on Tuesday returned an eight-count indictment against two law officers in connection with the 2016 killing of a man shot 76 times during an attempted fugitive arrest. Um, Let Let me just ask a question here real quick. It was only the two officers that were shooting. Did they stop and reload three times each, or what the fuck? Uh, I, I, I think other these two, um, their charges are um, felony murder, aggravated assault, burglary, making false statements, and violating a uh, violation of oath by a public officer. So the mom described the incident. At first, it said the it was Jamarian, I believe. Jamarian Robinson, he was 26 years old. Um, he suffered from mental illness. He was at his girlfriend's house when 16 officers broke down the door. The mother said, um, over 90 rounds were fired at my son. Flashbang grenades were thrown at him, landed on, his, uh, on him, burning him. Somebody walked up the stairs, stood over him, and shot down into his body two more times. After that, he was handcuffed and drugged down the flight of stairs. So I'm assuming the two that were indicted were the whoever stood over him and shot him, and maybe the one who dragged him down the stairs or something? That's still fucked up, man. 76 times? Jesus Christ. That's a lot. Like, how many officers... We don't know how many officers were involved in that, or... So the... Let's see here. Yeah, Eric Hines and Christopher Hutchins. Um, Hines is the U.S. Marshal, the Southern Regional Fugitive Task Force, and Hutchins is a county, a Clayton County police officer. But I'm not sure why they were the two, only two charged. And this article doesn't really explain... It says the U.S. Marshal Service spokesman has said officers were attempting to serve warrants on Robinson issued by Atlanta police and the Gwinnett County Police in the Atlanta suburbs. A private detective hired by Robinson's mother uncovered evidence of gunshots fired straight into the ground where her son's body was laying. 
there's no body camera footage. So I don't, I don't, this article I'm looking at doesn't really explain why they were the only two who did it. But yeah, 76, mother says over 90 rounds. I guess over 90 rounds were fired at her son. He was hit 76 times. That is insane. And two of them while standing directly over his body. They're just bad shots, man. Apparently not. I mean, 76 out of 90 is a pretty good percent. Yeah, yeah, it is. But still, Jesus Christ. At two feet? Well, this next story isn't that, isn't, it, it looks good when you read the headline, but it's actually not that great. No. It's not. Um, so the, 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 this particular ACAB segment is officers actually facing and being convicted of charges for the crimes they commit. But this one was a California deputy, and another again, this is another mentally ill man who was shot nine times. It was a California deputy that was involved in a in a shooting in 2018, a fatally shooting of an unarmed mentally ill man, whose name was uh, Latimer Ar- uh, Arboleda, 33 year old man. Unfortunately, they only charged him with um, assault with a firearm. They were they were deadlocked on the more serious count of voluntary manslaughter. So the sentencing is scheduled for January January 14th. Now he does face up to 17 years in prison, though. That's up to who knows. Um, so it came during a time where there's a number of shootings. So this is from NBC News. It also came six weeks after Hall, who was white, shot and killed another man, Tyrell Wilson, a black homeless man whose family said was suffering from depression and paranoia. Uh, the shooting of Wilson remains under investigation. Uh, the fatal shootings in a span of two and a half years by the same official cast a spotlight on what criminal justice activists call a case of delayed justice and its deadly consequences because they that that, that was still under investigation and shot and killed another one and but so he could still be convicted of of that one as well and more and, and, and sentenced even longer but they the jury was deadlocked on on voluntary manslaughter probably because of the the instructions given to the jury on what they could decide on that's honestly a very important part of the case of what jury instructions are given to them and what on what they can deliberate and pass down on but at least at least some repercussions for the crimes that these officers commit are are being passed down i mean 17 years isn't that much when you're killing a unarmed mentally ill person you would think that you know anywhere else that you're not being paid a job to do this that's a life sentence or a minimum of 25 years but because you're an officer of the state you get Special privileges, right, right? I guess. And anyway, you said you had one more. Yeah, this one's from um, New York. It's uh, the New York State Trooper Christopher Baldner. He's been indicted by the grand jury for um, on murder and a few other charge charges. So he he was going to pull over. He did pull over a man named Tristan Goods, and um, he. Like, while he had him stop, he paid sprayed pepper spray into the car, and Goods took off. He had a child in the car with him. Um, Baldner rammed him. That didn't do anything, so he random rammed him again. The second time he rammed him, the car flipped over, and the eleven year old child was ejected and killed. Oh Jesus Christ! Um. So, but this isn't the first time this has happened. Because not only was he indicted for this one, he was charged for a similar similar incident in 2019. So, kind of like my previous story, where you know, 
the officer involved was involved in another shooting before of an unarmed mm-hmm. was under investigation because of how slow it takes them to do that. They're left still doing their jobs, still with that mindset of I can do whatever the fuck I want and get away with it and end up kill, you know, injuring or killing more people while the gears of justice turn slowly. Yes. Okay. And I think he, um, if I'm reading this right, Baldner, after like goods like got out of the car and stuff, I think Baldner tried to blame the accident on a vehicle in front of him instead of him oh, of ramming course. the car. Oh, of course. <laughs> Accountability is not a thing the police have or know about. It's, it's rare. It, 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 these are rare situations because I can pull up any oh, number no, of no, stories. Oh, no, no, no. I misread that. Um, Baldner was saying that you're going 100 miles an hour and shook my car. And Goods was saying, no, the trailer in front of him, which makes sense. A big fucking tracker trailer or something driving by a vehicle will kind of shake it. Especially if you're sitting, I'm assuming Baldner was sitting on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. A heavy vehicle going by, like, it does kind of shake the vehicle. So he's saying, no, this other guy who was supposedly going 100 miles an hour shook his vehicle. And he's like, no, it was that trailer in front of me. Uh-huh. But, I, but to what I was saying earlier, I could pull up any number of stories where the officers are easily just acquitted or simply just not charged because they were acting within the, the proper purview of, of their jobs. Right. This is ex- probably exceedingly rare, and the fact that they weren't, at least the, the, the story I mentioned, not even charged with anything more than assault with a weapon. They're not being charged with what you and I would be charged with if we had fired a weapon at anyone. No, they wouldn't. It would be, at minimum, attempted murder. Or if 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 there was if there if the other person did die, it would be easily either second degree, first degree homicide, or at least manslaughter. There's no way, there's no way that a normal citizen that just doesn't have a uniform that would be firing at someone or causing the injury or death of would be charged with simple assault or assault with a weapon. I I, I can't see that happening. And the fact that they continue to basically get away with that and get lesser charges. You know, highlights the the fact that it, it bolsters the fact that the, the police and, and even the Supreme, Supreme Court held up that the, the the immunity they have the you know the, the Supreme Court we have I mentioned a story a few weeks ago emboldened and empowered police and what they could be held liable for. So it's it's these are rare these are rare stories we have that they, they happen this week. But these these are these are years old story uh, years old incidents that are just now coming to light. And in our two two of our cases, these officers are these are the first ones they were involved in. Cops suck. Fuck cops. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I'm tired of talking. Yeah. <laughs> are we done? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's going to wrap us up for episode 38 of Apostates on the Fringe. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. As always, continue to share out the show every weekend. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on social media. If you would like links to the articles or to contact the show, visit us at apostatepod.com. And we'll see you all next week. I gotta go build a guillotine for mansion. Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck Zuck. <laughs> fuck Zuck. Fuck Zuck. Thank you all very much. and opinions of the hosts of Apostates on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden who allows the show to use his full catalog.